Hey, welcome back to Inside Four Walls. I'm your host, James Madison, and let's talk about some transgression. Exclusive, Riley Gaines says she will sue after San Francisco State University praised trans rights activist for a peaceful protest where she claims she was assaulted and held for ransom and asks, quote, does my freedom of speech not deserve to be protected? Gaines claims she was ambushed when attempting to leave a speech. Claimed. We have footage of it, and I will be... If I didn't put the footage in at the beginning... We will watch the footage. I'm going to make sure of it. Um, Ambush while attempting to leave a speech. The champion swimmer plans to take legal action to hold the school accountable. Video shows students loudly drowning out Gaines' speech prior to fracas. It's an interesting word. But before we get here, let's hop over here just for a little bit more backstory. Over at the post-millennial... Breaking, and this is no longer breaking story. Riley Gaines violently assaulted at San Francisco State University. Wait, right? San Francisco State University. Yep, all right. Quote, the prisoners are running the asylum at SFSU, Gaines said, of the protesters' behavior. Rioters. Once you start committing violent actions against people, it's rioters. And uh, it's again, we are so confident in our make-believe personalities and reality that we need you to believe it too. The fuck? By the post-millennial staff as a whole. And again, isn't it so great? Believe all women. It's her turn. Support all women. Unless that woman doesn't believe one specific part of your worldview. Then fuck that bitch. It's an amazing double standard, right? Let's see. Daughter arrested for allegedly assaulting police officer. Moving past that. On Tuesday night, swimmer and women's sports advocate Riley Gaines was assaulted by radical trans activist rioters during a Turning Point USA event at San Francisco State University after allegedly being physically assaulted by a protester while she was escorted to a safe room. Protesters followed Gaines and continued to harass her. Look, and even after the court case is settled, and even if the court does rule in favor of gains here, they're still going to say she alleges she was assaulted, even if it is proven beyond a doubt legally. Now, again, I don't put much stock into the American legal system, but when even the court systems here rule in favor of, of, uh, pardon me, of Riley here, they will still say allegedly and protesters and activists the post-millennial uh during the uh police city fires about a month ago they call people who were arrested and charged with terrorism protesters so keep in mind man the post-millennial has so much retardation going on behind the scenes sometimes that you have to still nitpick through but then again i'm always super critical of every fucking news outlet i read so i i guess i'm never happy either way uh, let's get advocates. Riley Gaines was assaulted by a radical trans activists during Turning Point USA event at San Francisco State University after allegedly being physically assaulted by a protester rioter while she was escorted to a safe room. Protesters followed Gaines and continued to harass her. Well, ladies and gentlemen, welcome aboard today's edition of Human Events Daily, powered by Turning Point USA. Today is Wednesday. Excuse me. So, what do we do after the events? Anything to do with... 2020. I was... Nope. All right, moving on. From Riley Gaines' is a Twitter account, 
The prisoners are running the asylum at SFSU. I was ambushed and physically hit twice by a man. This is proof that women need sex-protected spaces. God, I hate the safe space argument. It's bullshit. It's, again, Riley Gaines is not a conservative. She's liberal. She just disagrees with this one topic. So now she's painted as the hard right turf type whatever the fuck. When she's not. Her only issues with the trans community community is the men competing against biological women. That's their issue. That That's her issue specifically. She is pro-safe space for fuck's sake. Come on now. She's a blonde woman in her 20s. 90% of her political views align with that. Still only further assures me I'm doing something right when they want it silent, when they want you silent. Speak louder. The lights went out. I am fat and unfuckable. That's all I'm hearing right now. Mmm. Mm. A prime example of the average IQ being between 70 and 75. Am I right, folks? Jesus Christ. This is what Joe Biden was warning us about all those years ago about desegregating schools. I kid. I kid. Though, they do make a good argument for Joe Biden's case, don't they? Ooga booga, ooga dooga. Careful, Shikanda, she might rip those fucking hoops out. These cops are doing fuck all. What's the motherfucker from uh, the Wild Thornberries? That's what you fucking sound like, you goofy bitch. Quote, the prisoners are running the asylum at SFSU, Gaines wrote on Twitter. Along with footage of the incident, quote, this is proof that women need sex-protected spaces. Yeah, well, like women's locker rooms, uh, female-only bathrooms, areas like this, yes, absolutely. Still only further assures me I'm doing the right thing when they want you silent, speak louder. And I will say, I love the fighting spirit here. Quote, I'm okay currently, but an hour and a half later, I'm still barricaded in a room with ambushers on the outside yelling and threatening violence, Gaines told the post-millennial. Quote, as police escorted me out of the events, out of the event space to my current location, I was hit physically twice by what I presume was a male individual. Rest assured, it probably was, unless it was Shaquanda over there. Shathid. This only assures me I'm doing the right thing from uh, Charlie the Bully Face Kirk. This is unacceptable at an American college campus, even in San Francisco. Pray for Riley Gaines and our brave students at FSSU. Are your uh, students there stunning and brave? Oh, let's see what's going on now. I thought I was going to autoplay, but it took me here. Let's, uh, let's see what's going on. Oh, come on, fucker. <laughs> fucker. Yeah, you got 
Okay, this is such a retarded thing. I had to deal with some fucking fool with this topic earlier. Trans, no one is scared of you. I mean, maybe now people are going to get scared of you because you started murdering people, you know, shooting up schools and whatnot. You know, you stop taking your own lives, start taking the lives of others before you take yourselves out of the equation, which is a new development. But until then, nobody was scared of you. You weren't really a threat to anyone besides your fucking self. Furthermore, all you fucking troons are going to fucking die off. You guys are getting vasectomies, getting sex changes, being put on fucking all kinds of on prescription drugs that fuck with your hormones, so you can't have kids. You're vaccinated as fuck, kept up on all those boosters, so you also can't have kids on that front. It's amazing. Your ideology will die with you in about 40 to 80 years or less. Given the trans community's high suicide rate, less is a safer bet. And no one is scared of you. To quote the great Dave Smith, there is not a single queer that a tyrant fucking fears. You just have a system that is too scared to do anything, and that is rapidly fucking changing. And go back to my episodes in 2020, I've been smelling this cultural shift on the horizon for the longest fucking time. This, just like with the George Floyd riots, hurt your cause. It makes people turn against you. And watch, what they're going to do is fill the vacuum where BLM was with this shit. And it's going to be the gender wars of 2016 all over again. Mark my fucking words. I told you fuckers, 2016 was coming back with a vengeance. Some of y'all didn't believe me. Some of y'all said that shit was over and done with. I told you you were wrong. And goddamn, does it look like I'm fucking right. Doesn't it feel a little 2016-ish in this bitch? The just me, this shit is gonna hurt the messages cause and only help the people pushing against this woke cult ideology. But I was just talking about this shit the other day, right? And they're like, well, transphobic and homophobic doesn't mean you're scared of us. It just means you don't like us. I'm like, no, I don't give a fuck about a Merriam-Webster word change three years ago. It means nothing to me. Phobic and phobia mean fear. They stem from Latin words which are based in the meaning of fear. No one is scared of you. If anything, people aren't scared of you. They're scared of the legal system that which is bent in your fucking favor while you sit here and scream, Oh, we're oppressed, we're oppressed, motherfucker. If we could, we would put you back in the fucking closets. Allegedly. This is just goofy shit. Look how off guard everybody is. This is clearly an ambush. See, we can see the assault. They're leading her. Make bullying great again. For real. We did all this shit where we punished bullies or alternatively punished kids who physically fought back. I was one of those kids. I was labeled as a school bully, but my issue was I was always fucking, I had so many, uh, I was the youngest of like nine. Well, eight, including a foster sibling that nobody wanted, including their parents. Trust me. So, you know, my oldest sibling is like 15, uh, the oldest sibling is about 20 years older than, 25 years older than me. And it's, you know, from the, from about five years to 25 years older than me is what my siblings range in. I was the punching bag for two generations of siblings, for fuck's sake, pretty much. So I go to school, I get bullied, I get picked on, I go to this fucking bullshit school in Ann Arbor called Allen Elementary, ran by this goofy lesbian bitch named Miss Fitzgibbons. By the way, Miss Fitzgibbons, let me just throw this out there. 
she was dating this gym teacher named Mrs. Lewis. This, I should not be using real names, but fuck me if I care. And she would like walk around the hallways holding hands and whatever the fuck with her gym teacher lesbian partner. And this was in like 2003 to 2008, my man. Like, this shit was going on back then. This is just interesting for me to sit back and see, like, how far this, like, in front of kids behavior has gotten and where it's gotten us. But I remember I would get bullied and picked on by, I won't say last names, by some twat named Chris, right? He'd slap me around, beat me up, and then just once in a while I'd fucking throw hands with him. Punch him, grab by his shirt, drag him to the ground, pop, 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 right in the face. I would be the one getting suspended, sent him from school, and eventually kicked out of the school. I didn't go out starting the fights, but the fight game to me, you know, maybe like seven out of ten times, I'd fight back, and I'd be the one getting punished for it. So on two fronts, you had the people who were who were punishing everyone, and you had the bullies who didn't toughen up anybody. You also had the bullies who weren't humbled by fucking with the wrong kid. On the other hand of that, you had kids who were standing up for themselves, getting punished and suspended for standing up for themselves. It's just as reminiscent right now of people who get assaulted and then found guilty of murder when they shoot the person who is trying to kill them. Look what they did to Kyle Rittenhouse. We have a society that will punish you for standing up for yourself and award the bullies, and all this stems from these kids being the bullies in school themselves. It's very interesting how it's a double-sided issue, isn't it? On one hand, if you get rid of all the bullies, you create these entitled, spoiled brats who are incredibly soft and fragile, right? And by the way, I see this black chick scream, and all I'm thinking to myself is, white fragility, right? Well, just remember, folks, black fragility starts with the letter R, starts with the letter N, and ends with the letter R. Fill in the fucking blanks between. One word breaks them, causes them to just rage out. Not every one of them. You know, you like you got like the Jesse Lee Peters that, 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 that are cool, that are Gucci, they're all right, but these college leftist white and black chicks might as well be the same fucking creature. And they think the same, they act the same, they both want to be each other. It's obnoxious. Ah, I see. Speaking of Kyle Rittenhouse, one of them came armed with a skateboard. I see they don't learn from their past mistakes. That J. Crew sweater won't protect your bicep, my man. Let's see. Trans women are real women. No, they're not. Most of them have penises. And I've said this before and I love to say it. Trans people don't exist. They're not real. They're a myth. Now, to be fair, my stance on trans people has only hardened over the last year and a half. <laughs> but, sorry, I'm still getting over some sick shit. TLM. Trans lives matter. Then why do they kill themselves? Isn't that really funny? The, the the same argument for Black Lives Matter is against Trans Lives Matter, right? Black Lives Matter. Well, you need to stop black people from killing black people. Trans Lives Matter. Well, you need to stop trans people from killing themselves. It's a little bit different, but similar in an inverted fashion. Now look at this. Trans women are real women. No, they're not. Because trans women do not exist. Trans men do not exist. Trans people are not real. You, look, look, saying transgendered would imply that someone can successfully transition from one gender to the next. And I beat this into the ground, but I will every time. You, that, that's an impossibility. If you're born male, you can never transition to female. You will never get a, you will never be able to be pregnant if you're born a male and you're 
transition to a woman, you will never be able to be pregnant. You will never dilate. You will never appear. You'll never have menopause. You'll never have any of the things that make you women. Your skeleton will be fucking male. The copy-paste that belongs here, and I mean every bit of that shit. Second off, if you were born female and you transition to male, you will never get somebody pregnant. You will never have a properly functioning penis. You will never carry sperm. You will have shallow hips, or you will have birthing hips and you have shallow shoulders. You will undoubtedly always be female. So trans women are men, and trans men are women. Cope and fucking seethe. Was that, who is she insulting, actually? That's my question. Who is she talking to? Was that woman just walking by casually like, bitch, you should dress like a communist. That's interesting. I don't know whose side was she, Folks, whose side do you think this, this goth uh, alt mommy was on? I don't know what to make of her. You got this guy right here in the Chris Chan t-shirt. I really don't know what to make of that. She just walked by. Because she was looking at the black chick when she said she went, you're dressed like a communist. And just walked through the crowd. I need to know what side she was on. She's gone. She just vanishes. Like Doctor Who. In and out of that bitch. Gone forever. That's definitely a man. Trans women are men. Trans women. That's a tall motherfucker! Trans women are men. That's a tall motherfucker. Mike, ooh. Okay, I kind of miss filming this kind of shit. This meme, real quick. You got nice tits for a little boy! <laughs> Sorry, if you don't know what I'm referencing, don't worry about it. Oh, God, I just, I, it was right there. Moving on, violent leftist mob rushes Riley Gaines at TPUSA event at SFSU. SFSU. Jesus. Quote, this is unacceptable at an American college campus, even in San Francisco. Yeah, even in San Francisco. Charlie Kirk said, pray for Riley Gaines and for our brave students at SFSU. Why am I having a problem with that? That's the end of this article. Now let's hop over here. Exclusive. Riley Gaines says she will sue after San Francisco State Union. Ooh, San Francisco praised trans rights activists for peaceful protest where she claims she was assaulted and held for ransom and asks, does my freedom of speech not deserve to be protected? Gaines claims she was ambushed when attempting to leave a speech at, uh, at, just cuts off at at, the champion swimmer, the champion swimmer, plans to take legal action to be held to hold the school accountable. Video shows students loudly drowning out Gaines' speech prior to fracas. Not familiar what that means. And this article is by Stephen Stephen M. Lapierre. Lapar. College swimmer champion Riley Gaines says she plans to take legal action after San Francisco State University praised students for peaceful peaceful protests at an event where she claims she was assaulted and held for ransom. Gaines, 23 years old. Oh, wow, she's younger than I am. Says she was forced to barricade herself inside her room for around three hours at the campus Thursday night after a group of activists ambushed her 
and an alleged assault she called violent, completely wrong, and criminal. She was given a she was giving a speech about competing against Leah Thompson. I can't remember the man's actual name, a biological man at the women's NCAA swimming championships last year. It's unclear what exactly set off the fracas. Fracas? I'm not sure this word is. But video shows students loudly drowning out gain speech at the comp- at the competing about competing against biological males in women's sports. <laughs> So sorry for the sniffles. Uh, when were you made aware of the email? Oh, we will come back to this. That's 10 minutes long. In an email to students from Jamal Moore, Vice President for Student Affairs and Enrollment Management, a repo- and reposted online, she claims the school is proud of the students who participate peacefully and made it clear that the trans community is welcome at our school. Gaines, speaking exclusively to DailyMail.com, argued the event was, quote, quite literally the exact opposite of peaceful. And she plans to take legal action to hold the school and students and the campus police, who she described as woefully unprepared, accountable. Do it! God damn! Don't be Rittenhouse. Actually fucking do something while you have the iron hot. Right now, all the support is behind you. Fucking strike. Don't be a Rittenhouse. Quote, I think what you have to do is make changes in regards to protecting freedoms. Uh, is to go where it hurts, which is the pockets, she said. Quote, if I weren't to do something. Hold on a second. All right, I'm back. I think what you have to do to make change in regards to protecting freedoms is go where it hurts which is the pockets, she said. If I weren't to do something, there would be no repercussions for these people. Something needs to be done to hold these people accountable, whether it be student body, the administration. They need to realize... What they need to realize is that what happened to me was violent, was completely wrong, and it is criminal, Gaines alleges. It is. It actively is. Now, I will say in all the footage I've seen so far, I did not see anybody physically assault her. But she was screamed at. And she was threatened. So, I mean, again, I'm just saying, I didn't see see any footage that actually shows her being physically assaulted. If it existed, it exists. I just didn't see it so far. But, you know, they weren't even peaceful in an alternate universe. GainstillDailyMail.com accused her alleged assailant who she says was a transgender woman and her boyfriend, so a man, said was a, quote, a guy in a dress, of hitting her first in the shoulder, then in the face before an undercover campus cop came to her rescue. The swimmer claimed she was barricaded in a room at San Francisco State University for three hours to protect herself from the vengeful mob who were demanding they be let in to, quote, fight her. San Francisco police said... There were no arrests. Of course there were in San Francisco. Gaines, who alleged that the protesters demand money, demanded money in exchange for her freedom, which she says, which she sees as being held for ransom. What do you mean she sees as being held for ransom? If you were held and confined and under threat of violence or assault or murder or whatever the fuck, and they're saying, you're not allowed to leave, this person's not allowed to leave, Unless you give me money. You are being held by definition for fucking ransom daily mail. You vapid fucking retards. Christ almighty. Which she seems to think is being held for ransom. Bitch, shut the fuck up. 
she was held for ransom. If she is saying, if the facts of the matter are, she was held in a room against her will under threat of violence, unless this group was given money to fuck off, she was, by definition, held for ransom. You troon defending fucktards. <clears throat> Again, my, like, what is with the demand? The fucking demand to protect these people. What are you so scared of? If everyone in unison who was tired of this shit put their foot down and said, fuck off, you would see these people run as fast as they can fucking manage away and hide. It's the cowering that's pathetic. Huh. Held for ransom, which is a federal offense, she said that she, uh, she'd dealt with campus police all over the country at speaking engagements, and they are usually prepared, but said that she started to sense something was wrong at San Francisco State when she claims police skipped out on a meeting 90 minutes prior to her speech. Yeah, like, why? I, I don't know why you're so surprised. Gaines believes that a fear of being accused by the woke mob of having done something untoward to one of the students is what led to her situation. She's absolutely correct. Quote, what I noticed about these police to what they actually admitted to... Uh, let me retry that again because I might be having a stroke. Quote, what I noticed about these police to what they actually admitted to was... And I'm reading that right. That's just funky as fuck. They didn't feel comfortable asserting themselves in a way that could make them seem as they as if they were in a position where they could be accused of racism or transphobia, she claimed. Right here. Through these statements. Today, San Francisco State finds itself again at the center of a national discussion regarding freedom of speech and expression. Let me begin by saying clearly, the trans community is welcomed and belongs at San Francisco State University. Further, our community fiercely believes in unity, connection, care, and compassion, and we value different ideas, even when they are not our own. So you admit to being a pro-violent commie fuck. Got it. Huh. We value different ideas, even if they are not our own. SF State is regularly is regularly noted as one of the most diverse campuses... No, it's not. In the United States. This is what makes us gators. No. I'm, no. No. It's what makes you pussies. Bit different. And this is what makes us great. Diversity promotes critical discussion, new understandings, and enriches the academic experience. But we may also find ourselves exposed to divergent views and even views we find personally abhorrent. These encounters have sometimes led to discord, anger, confrontation, and fear. We must meet this moment and unite with a shared value of learning. Thank you to all of our students who participated peacefully in being the fuck out of a woman, allegedly, in Thursday's evening's event. It took tremendous bravery to stand in a challenging space. Yeah, shout out to Riley. I am proud of the moments where we listened and asked insightful questions. I am so proud of the moments when our students demonstrate the value of free speech and the right to protest peacefully. These issues do not go away, and these values are very much at our core. This feels difficult because it is difficult. 
Oh, God, I can't do that voice anymore. As you reflect, process, and begin to heal, please remember that these are people, that there are people, resources, and services available and ready to receive our Gator community, including facility, staff members, coaches, and mentors who are here to support you. Fuck off. Look at this shit. Wait, where's the footage? Um, does it give any context here? No, just audio. Can't be a fridge and that doesn't exist, sweetheart. And even if she was scared of trannies, you're scared of her ideas. So I don't know what's worse. Being scared of people for not knowing what gender they are, or being scared of people for knowing you don't know what gender you are. I think one side's very clearly more the pussy than the other. Good old unwoke rainbow. That is true, she says to the, um, stunning and brave Afro-Kana male, uh, who assaulted, allegedly assaulted Riley. Because again, I haven't seen footage that actually shows Riley being assaulted. I've seen her yelled at and threatened, but that's about it. Oh, I mean, there's this here. Why can't she walk out there if she's not transphobe? Because you're literally threatening to harm her. Retards. They really needed their parents to beat them. Quote, <laughs> quote, they were terrified, which resulted in them not doing their job correctly. She alleges, quote, I've been to many college campuses where I've spoken about the same topic and campus police did a phenomenal job. They could have found me and talked to me, she said. They never... Oh, sorry. Said anything. The only excuse she says she has been given as to why there was no plan in place is that they thought someone else had communicated it on our behalf. That's a lie. They didn't want to do anything. Gaines says that San Francisco State Poli uh, State University Police have reached out to her to set up a meeting in an attempt to clarify what happened. But she says no one else from the San Francisco State aside from a friend who attended the school has contacted her quote these people and the administration and the campus police truthfully deserve to have repercussions dailymail.com has reached out to san francisco state university for a comment in her email to students after the incident jamal moore jamala moore said quote thank you to our student who participated peacefully i already read all this earlier Feels difficult because it is. Staff and coaches support you. Goofy bitch with a goofy ass hairline. Got more footage here. It's just the same footage. This is just the same footage we've seen before.
You're dressed like a communist. What does her forehead say? What does her forehead say? What does her forehead say, actually? I can't read it. Okay, yeah, that's not new footage. Old footage with a thumbnail. Oh, this is different. This is a different angle. Okay, finally, something different. <laughs> see, see, that's what you you don't want. I, I know they're different sports, but you don't want anybody in a socks hat protecting you. What you want protecting you is an angry motherfucker in a Steelers hat or a Raiders hat. Raiders? People who wear Raiders gear? Them motherfuckers will protect you. I look, I've had a couple different people in my life come up to bat for me. I have never seen anyone more willing to catch a case for my white ass than a homie of mine who's always wearing some Raiders gear. That motherfucker's got issues. But hey, he's always had my back, so I got no issues with that. I'm just saying, man, if you got somebody wearing socks or Lions gear or Chicago gear protecting you, you're fucked. You want some Raiders gear protecting you? You want some Steelers gear protecting you? Now, if they're wearing Pistons, but it's the Teal era or the Bad Boy era Pistons, you might be alright. But outside of that, you're fucked. I guess Gators might. Like, Florida Gator outfits might protect you. But I'm not really that familiar with them. She's not crying. She's just filming. She's like, I'm taking pictures. Getting ready for this lawsuit. Oh, that's not... Okay, that's SB. I don't know what SB is. Okay. See, I remember... See, this right here kind of annoys me. Because back in the day, being a stringer actually was hard to do, and now it's just anyone can do it. Gaines said the talk itself, which started around 7.30 p.m., was really awesome. With 75 attendees respectfully sharing different views on transgender athletes in sport. But as she was leaving the room where the talk was being held, she was ambushed by angry trans activists who rushed into the venue from the hallway outside, quote, all of a sudden, ambushers swarmed in. Tons of them, she said. Quote, they immediately rushed uh, to the front of the room where I am. So I, so I'm kind of concerned. I'm kind of uh, cornered at the podium at this point. They're screaming in my face. This is the point where I was struck twice. I believe aiming for my shoulder both times. But the hit, but hit me the first time on the shoulder and the second time it grazed my face Gaines said she was she thought she was hit with a closed fist by a transgender woman a, a man that means a man F before de demonstrate uh, before demonstrating the upward punching motion that was used 
Quote, I'm not entirely sure if it was his fist, if his fist was closed or open, but it was 100% intentional, she added. Quote, uh, the swimmer said she was then whisked away by an undercover campus cop, but was met by an even bigger crowd. The protesters coming from both directions, quote, because there was no clear exit out of the hallway, we were kind of forced into a side room where we essentially had to lock ourselves in for three hours, she said. Gaines said the protesters remained locked. Uh, let's hold on. Uh, protesters remained outside the room for the duration, screaming and yelling vulgar and violent things. See anything different here? Careful, Billy Town, you might miss that white wedding. Look at this. The students are actively doing more to protect her than the fucking cops are. And there's students in masks and students in little red baseball hats too protecting her. Like, it seems to be going both ways. It's not just one side of the aisle protecting her. It's actually, it seems like students with people who agree and disagree with her are actively doing more to protect her than the cops who are supposed to be neutral and protecting her, period. <laughs> They're trying to forge, like, a, a body shield around her. I get that. I get that feeling so fucking much. Press, I press. It's just me. It's just me. I get that. But you don't want to yell your press. They, they will attack you. Those are the I'm coming. drives me crazy about that is we've seen people get arrested for burning the gay pride flag but no one's ever gotten arrested for burning the american flag and no don't get me wrong i don't care if you burn either it tells me everything i need to know about you if you're willing to go out and burn a flag i'm probably not that interested in associating with you period regardless of what side the flag represents like it was a couple years ago a buddy of mine he got tackled and they burned his flag but his flag was like a kekistani flag. fun fact about the kekistani flag you can buy it at walmart for like four bucks I'm not kidding. Uh, I've bought like three of them, but I've always ended up giving them away because I've either been like minding my own business. Someone's like, I really like your flag, man. I'm like, that's five bucks. Take it, bro. It's all you. Or one time they're like, hey, I really like that flag. Uh, give you some weed for it. And I was like, fuck yeah. I spent five bucks on a flag. You're about to give me fucking $80 worth of bud. Hell yeah. Deal. I'm a capitalist first.
But uh, no one goes. I don't want anybody going to jail for burning a flag. But it does say something about the current system and how fucked it is. You can burn a trans flag and you'll go to prison. You can rip a pride, a, a trans or a pride flag off of a building, you'll go to prison. But you rip an American flag off a building, nothing happens. You rip an American flag off a building, you burn it, nothing fucking happens. It's a double standard. Obviously. We'll come back to these longer videos here in a minute. They were, quote, they were screaming, there will be vengeance, and that this is a fight, and I'm using my own white privilege. There were threats, intimidation. They kept saying, open the door, let us at Riley, we want to fight her. A lot of people, uh, or a lot of these are empty threats in a way, but at the same time, you do have to uh, kind of fear for your safety in a situation like that. Yeah, because there's always that one person who's not just making a threat. They fucking mean that shit. She said the protesters were, quote, clearly unhinged and vengeful. It was violent and I and it was not progressive, she added. Here she is. I actually didn't know this happened. Um, Gaines defended those who had come to protest peacefully and said she had no problem with people yelling trans women are women, but said inciting violence was never acceptable. She's like, again, this woman, if you listen to her talk, she's fairly liberal. She's all for the movement and the message. She's, her one issue is she just doesn't like trans people competing against biological people. Males competing against females and females competing against males. Though, there, let, let's face it, there's very few biological females competing against males. That's rare as fuck. Almost never ever happens. And if it does, it's short-lived for a couple articles. And on the other hand, it's always this. Some male who was, like, in the top five, but never in the top three, or just a terrible athlete. So to become a big, famous celebrity or a big, famous athlete, they, they, quote, transition and compete against women to become a big, famous celebrity and get all those endorsements. Now, look, if you're looking for that 15 minutes of fame, I guess do the hustle, but... I don't know, man. I'd rather build my shit upon something. You know, I'd rather build my uh, credit, what people know me for, from the ground up. That's why I have, like, fuck, how many episodes do I have up? So, that's only on this platform, and I know it says two years and seven months ago, but I've only been uploading this platform for maybe a year, tops, a little over a year, tops. So, that's just the videos I've uploaded here. And as you see, I only have 259 subscribers on this platform. Now, cumulatively, across all the platforms, I maybe have around 1,000, 1,500, give or take, um, like, 200. Um, I'm just guesstimating here, right, for different podcast platforms. Anyway, it's irrelevant. You know, just right here, right? Oh, hey, that ticked up. 11,000 videos, or 1,100 videos. 259 subscribers. Um, 159,077 views. That's just on this one platform. Now, I lose subscribers all the time. Uh, one minute it'll be like, I went up 10 subscribers overnight, and then the next day I'll lose 12 because of something I said. And I'm never gonna just fluctuate and change my opinion or change what I say to maintain subscribers. I have no interest in changing what I, uh, what I view, view, how I feel about things, or my opinions on things to keep an audience or to grow an audience. I, I'm not going to do that. I have no fucking interest. I have no passion to do that because you, you build this 
fakeness around you. You build this era of fraudulence around you. And, and I just couldn't do that. You know, I come up here, I say my views, and, you know, I, I, I read the articles. I do my best to pick the highest factuality that I can on most topics. Sometimes it's personal preference, and I try to say that when it is. But, you know, I just do what I can to report. If if I misreport something and someone provides me evidence or a source or an article, and I'm like, oh, shit, yeah, this does check out. You know, I've ran it through. The factuality is high. They have sources. You know, like, like, like if the information you give me is good and it actually makes me think, then sure, I, I, I might change my opinion. But it's because I've been shown facts or evidence counter to what I already believed. It's not because... I wanted to keep an audience or to grow an audience. I will never fucking do that. And that makes you unsubscribe from me. Go ahead. By all means, unsubscribe. I have no interest in lying to anyone about my views in order to grow. I don't care if I don't ever... If I am stuck at... What? Fucking... If I'm stuck at 259 subscribers forever on all platforms tops... If I'm stuck to just one audience on all platforms, tops, I don't care. I mean, it'll suck, but I did this thing for years and no one was listening. Like, I fucking, I've been doing this since 2018. And as you can see, I don't have the type of audience a lot of people who've been doing content like mine for very long have. I also have more of an audience than tons of people who've been doing this content have. So it's a double-edged sword. But my point is, I don't give a fuck. I'm going to just be me. And if that's bad and you don't like it, don't watch. I have a lot of times where people are like, man, you curse too much. I don't like it. Fucking sucks to suck, I fucking guess. I'm not going to change who I am to, to maintain an audience. If you like what I say, stay tuned. If you don't like what I say, all due respect, hey, there's the door. I respect your feedback. I respect your views. But I'm not going to lie and manipulate you to maintain your... your, your uh, attention and people who are like oh well i suck at, at, at competing against my own gender so I, I, i'm a man and i suck about I suck at competing with other men so i'm gonna pretend to be a woman and get all these awards and all these accolades and then i'm gonna vanish i'm gonna get my paycheck and then i'm gonna fucking vanish and then half of the country's gonna hate me forever no i'm good i don't need the grift i will build my own reputation my own audience Thank you. These fake athletes, like Leia Thompson or whatever the fuck, they're fake. Calvin Kaepernick, he's fake as fuck too from a separate angle. These people only are clout, are clout chasing. They have no depth to what their cause is. They just want the limelight and the spotlight. Me, this is a hobby. I'm going to treat it as such. I enjoy it. So I, 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 I don't know. I guess that's just kind of my, my, my view on this whole thing. It's like, if you can't compete against biological men, but you know all the shit about the sports, find a different way to go at it if you want the fame. Become a commentator. Become a sports analyst. Become a writer. Something. If you Don't encroach and lie about your personality to get all these female awards. And then, oh, I actually detransitioned. And then go on a big speaking tour for where you're like, actually, you know, I was lied to and I detransitioned because now you can just, I, I hate this shit too. You see, this is the other side of it. You see people who are like, oh, well, the fucking right wing chuds hate me because I'm a beautiful, strong trans athlete. 
And then after they have all the awards and they've aged out of being an athlete and now they're kind of forced to retire due to physical or whatever the fuck, then all of a sudden they're a D-transitioner and banging the opposite sex, at least publicly, because they never actually stopped fucking the opposite sex. They just did it secretly and now they're doing it publicly under the moniker of being detransitioned. And now people like Charlie Kirk will pay this person to go out and do all these speaking events, so on and so forth. They'll do all the rounds. You see it all the fucking time. Where it's like one minute, they're grifting, the grift doesn't work anymore, so they go back on their grift and start grifting from the other side too. Just to make sure they get as much profit from both sides as possible. I hate that shit, you see it all the fucking time, and no one ever seems to call it out, no one ever seems to really question it, they just fucking go with it. I hate that shit so much. Oh, received, uh... She said she had regularly received violent threats prior to given talks at universities, and she blamed the Biden administration for its stance on transgender issues. She pointed to the comments made by White House Press Secretary uh, Cringe Jean-Pierre, suggesting that the trans community in America was under attack, and in the wake of a Nashville shooting by a transgendered former student, Gaines said, quote, in my experience, I have never once said anything remotely threatening or remotely hateful towards a, tra- towards a trans-identifying individual or anyone in the LGBTQ community. Quote, I have always been on the receiving end of that hate, and I find it a bit ironic because it comes from the party who claims to be tolerant and accepting and loving and welcoming. She also referred to her experience by... Uh, experience of competing against transgender swimmer Leah Thompson and seeing Leah Thompson's male genitalia in the changing room in the context of uh, changes to Title uh, 7 being pursued by the White House, which would mean misgendering someone refusing to use a person for pronoun could be considered sexual harassment. Quote, oh, I'm going to catch so many cases. Quote, it just felt like maybe two years ago this person would have been arrested for indecent exposure or, or for voyeurism, for sexual harassment, but now we are the ones who are committing sexual harassment. Yeah, and here's the thing. Those are all speech laws. Refusing to use somebody's pronoun or refusing to respect somebody's gender identity, if that gets you fined or arrested or charged with sexual harassment. Those are hate speech laws. It's a gradual step towards losing the free speech we have in this country. We already are basically losing it. But if we let them cross that line, you're never going to have it again. We're at the point where we could fight and get it back, metaphorically speaking, fight, do whatever you got to do, metaphorically and allegedly, whatever I got to say there. Ah, shit. Sorry. Boots acting up. Ah, I have to wear this boot to keep my broken foot in place. Sorry. This is all just gradual steps towards, and I know slippery slope, slippery slope, but how many of these slippery slopes end up coming true over time? Like, all of them, for fuck's sake. Which would mean, uh, quote, two years ago, sexual harassment, already read all that. Let's see, what's this say? the NAACP to stop discriminating against female athletes. Our bodies are sports. Can you walk me to the NCAA convention? Demanding rights 
Box of fucking legal warnings. That's great. Love it. You love to see it. Moving on. Speaking about her encounter with Thomas in the female changing room, she said, quote, Of course you're awkward. It's embarrassing. It's uncomfortable. It felt like belittlement, but more than anything, it was betrayal. Quote, the people who are supposed to be protecting us were not protecting us. It's heartbreaking. We should not lose the ability to consent in areas of undressing where we will be exposed to and exposing ourselves to the opposite sex. House Speaker Kevin McCarthy said earlier Friday condemned the incident as an appalling attack on free speech on college campus. He tweeted, quote, the House Republicans stand with Riley Gaines and her brave and tireless efforts to protect women's sports. Not to be gross or anything, but you got to notice the lack of a bulge here. Right, you kind of love it. Moving forward. <laughs> the San Francisco Police Department said it was investigating the incident, but there were no arrests related to the event. A spokesman added, quote, The disruption occurred after the conclusion of the event, which made it necessary for UPD officers to move the event speaker from the room to a different safe location, even though she allegedly was assaulted multiple times along the way. Okay. Gaines clarified oh my foot's starting to hurt so bad clarified that she does think transgender individuals should have the right to play sports and should not be denied the freedom of speech, but is simply asking for spaces in sports for for biological biologically gendered individuals. Uh I don't know if all of you know this or not, cisgender is actually a slur. But then again, so is tranny. I'm just saying it's a bit of a double standard. Calling it out here. Ultimately, despite her ordeal, Gaines believed backlash to incidents like the one she faced and the outrage and companies hiring trans influencers like Dylan Mulvaney is creating a sea of change. People are being, uh, people are being eyed open. People are being eye opened. Okay, it's a fucked up grammar. Must be a typo. Maybe two years ago, when a lot of this started coming to light, people wanted to virtue signal Gaines said, quote, but now they're seeing how this is harmful to women. We are losing out on our safety and privacy. Yeah, well, here's the thing, right? I'll side with you, absolutely. But there's a lot of women who for the longest time were like, let biological men compete against me. And now they have an issue with it. I don't support you. I have no sympathy for you. Fuck you. You wanted this. Now you have it. You made your bed. You can't beg me to unmake it for you. You deal with the consequences you got. Griner here, or not Griner, sorry. Anyway, Riley here, who has been against this since the beginning, complained against the before the championship back last year even happened. I'm with her. She actually stood up for herself early on. I didn't wait for it to become politically uh, expedient to do so. Now let's look at these comments, and we'll go back and watch some of those longer videos. Oh. There we go. 
right? First three, as always, desert gal now. Sue them for everything they have. You are a brave young woman, and you have my full support. Hope she ends up with a library named after her by Independent by Design. And PJ Fry. I don't think peaceful is peaceful anymore. <laughs> You're right. And I would love to know the Tricom pussies downvoting everything. But, actually, let's look at the best rated real quick. Support you, Riley Reed, Wolverines Forever, uh, pseudonym. I'm an elderly woman, and I am watching what is happening in our society, and I'm horrified. You have my support. And if you support, and if I have to come there, I will. Ah, there's a grandma somewhere out there in Canada. And Tardcar, Tardzar, <laughs> the Tardzar. My new Twitter name will be Tardzar. High five, ma'am. Shout out to Tardzar. I'm stealing that name. I'm so sorry. That's just too fucking good. All right, now let's go watch some of these longer videos, shall we, folks? And then we'll wrap this up. Scroll all the way back up here. My goodness, it was a long article. I was made aware of the email last night. And, uh, obviously... Very general, but go in any direction you feel like. What was your immediate reaction? When I saw this email, um, one of my friends who goes to the university sent it to me. And I had to reread it um, because there was clearly no mention of what actually happened. Anything that actually occurred, there was no mention of it. Um, what they described in that email was how proud they were of their brave students who protested peacefully. What I experienced was peaceful. Um, it, it wouldn't even be peaceful in an alternate universe. I mean, it was quite literally the exact opposite barricaded in a room where I could not leave for three hours where they were yelling obscene, terrible, um, violent things towards both myself and these officers who were, um, protecting me. Um, it was atrocious. It was heinous. It was terrible. I missed my flight home. I couldn't fly home, um, because I was stuck in this room where there was no exit. Um, they blocked the stairways, so there was no exiting. Um, and again, it was, we must have different definitions of peaceful because that is not what peaceful is in, in my eyes. Um, have you, since since you got the email, have you heard from anyone at the school? Obviously, you mentioned you have a friend who goes there. Have you heard from anyone in the school hierarchy or even the school police or campus security? Um, I have heard from no one within the administration, um, but I will say campus police contacted me yesterday and asked if we could find time sometime next week to where I can make a statement because they have launched an investigation, um, which is a great thing. I don't know how it will be ultimately how it will be pursued if this is something they're taking seriously. Um, but I think from the backlash they've gotten from the general public since this has been brought to light, hoping that they take this seriously because these people um, and the administration, as well as the campus police, truthfully, they deserve to have repercussions. Um, what maybe uh, I've obviously read it. We've all we've posted online. Could you maybe go into uh, what details of it you found most offensive? There was obviously not only just kind of uh, denying your experience, not not even mentioning your name, but uh, sort of acting as if nothing had happened. Absolutely. Um, 
they never once mentioned protecting freedom of speech, which is crucial. Um, they mentioned protecting the protesters' freedom of speech, but what about someone who has an opposing view? Does their freedom of speech not deserve to be protected? Um, of course, then they went on to say how peaceful they were and how proud they were of these brave people who, who participated in this. Um, but then at the end, um, they went on to say how difficult it can be for them and during this time, um, the protesters and the, the student body, how hard it can be for me to be on their campus. And then they listed some different resources that they should seek um, if they're having a really hard time digesting me being on campus, including um, psychological counseling sources. Um, they gave the Dean of Students office um, all kinds of different things because again, it can be just so tough listening to someone else's views and um, perspectives, especially someone who was directly impacted by what I was there to talk about, which again, let me reiterate, what I was there to talk about was how biological men and females are different. Um, we were created equally, but we are different in terms of um, anything that requires athleticism or sheer strength. Therefore, anyone who has gone through male puberty should not be competing against women. One, because of unfair competition. Two, because the loss of ability, because of safety in our sports in terms of injury and um, being in a position where you could be sexually assaulted. That is what I was there talking about, but they completely invalidated my experience and my feelings um, in the disguise of being inclusive and being kind. But in reality, what they wanted to do was shut me up, whether that be done through um, verbal and they need to be expelled um, in regards to the demanded money if I haven't been. Um, so we will see how that progresses, but I think the administration needs to be held responsible for, God, again, um, trying to not allow me to express my views and my opinions freely on a college campus. Um, the campus police, there was no action plan as to how to get out of there. They did a very poor job in um, exiting, creating an exit strategy that resulted again and me being in the room for three hours. I don't want to harp on the campus police too much, but I, I do want to ask what your experience in dealing with campus police, obviously, you know, it, you create controversy sometimes when you go out and speak and, and speak in the name of free speech and speak in the name of the issues that you're passionate about. I'm sure you've dealt with campus police before. Uh, did you notice their preparation and their strategy for this? as maybe being less prepared or less efficient than other campuses you've spoken on? Um, absolutely. What I noticed about these police, to which they actually admitted to, um, was they didn't feel comfortable asserting themselves in a way that would um, make them seem as if they were in a position where they could be accused of racism or transphobia or anything other than being an ally to the LGBTQ community. Um, they were terrified, which resulted in them not doing their job correctly. I have been to many other campuses, just like um, you mentioned, where I have spoken about this exact same topic, and the campus police did a phenomenal job in alerting me before, prior to the event of what were to happen if something like this happened. Um, they gave me an exit strategy. They gave me um, a very detailed plan 
as to what we would do, how they would step in and how they would help. I was supposed to meet the campus police an hour and a half before the event to go over a plan, but they never showed up. Um, in that hour and a half before the event where they could have found me and talked to me, they never said anything. Um, so I was not alerted of any kind of plan, and that was a very different experience than a lot of the other universities I've gone to. They mentioned that they've re you mentioned that they've reached out to you. Have they explained why they didn't show up to that meeting? Um, no, they haven't. They, well, after the event, when we were in the room together for a few hours, I asked them, you know, why did you guys not adequately plan something? Why did we not talk about this? Because we were supposed to. And they said they had thought that someone else communicated it on their behalf. Um, so uh, maybe there was just a miscommunication, but to my knowledge, we were supposed to meet an hour and a half before the event and they did not show up. Uh, obviously still kind of in the early stage of this, but do you plan to take legal action? Yes, I do. Um, I think that what you have to do to make changes in regards to um, protecting those freedoms is to go where it hurts, which is the pockets. Um, if I weren't to do something, there would be no repercussions for these people. Um, there was one girl who actually, um, she dumped her drink over one of the Turning Point leaders' iPad, destroying the iPad, and the police did nothing. Um, therefore, something needs to be done to hold these people accountable, whether, again, that be the student body who participated, whether it be the administration. And uh, this is the last question, I'll let you get out of here. Um, uh, maybe more of a general uh, question in terms of, you know, there's been a lot going on this week between what happened to you. Um, obviously, we've seen uh, Dylan Mulvaney in the news and seen the reaction to that. Um, do you think we're currently in a moment where we're seeing a true kind of sea change on how people view this issue and how people view uh, your perspective on this issue? Absolutely. I believe the tides are starting to change. Um, people are being eye-opened, I think, maybe two years ago when a lot of this started really coming to light. Um, people, I believe, people, specifically women even, um, they wanted to virtue signal. They thought there was no harm in allowing um, trans women into our spaces. But now, a year, two years later, they're seeing how this is harmful to women, how we are losing out on fair opportunities, how we are losing out on our safety and our privacy, and how this harms us, how this is um, not progressive. It's actually taking us back in time. And so I think people are, are starting to see that for exactly what this is. Initially, I think they saw this as everyone wanting equal rights, which of course, I believe everyone should be have, should have equal rights. I by no means think trans individuals or anyone in, within the LGBTQ community should be denied of playing sports or should be denied of their freedom of speech or their right to protest. Um, but I don't believe that should come at the expense of infringing on other people's rights. And in my experience this past year, um, especially at that competition where I competed against a biological male, we were very blatantly discriminated on the basis of sex, which is everything Title IX is supposed to protect. Um, and I think people are are beginning to see this. They're, they're understanding what they want is not equal rights. They want to take our rights. Um, more moms, more dads, more coaches, more female athletes, they're fed up. Um, and people are beginning to be more bold, more vocal, and I think changes will start to be made that protect women. All right, let's scroll down here. There's another video.
let's see. Not that one. Not that one. If you can, walk us through what happened last night. Yes. Okay. So, um, the event, it was a full room, um, lots of people who were there in support, but also a lot of people who were participating in a sit-in, which I knew was going to happen. Um, there was a, I believe it was some sort of LGBTQ event before our event. So a lot of those people who were participating in that event came to the event and sat in, um, which I had no problem with, you know, they were civil for the most part for the whole speech. Um, I opened it for questions and, and answers after the speech. I got a lot of questions who um, came from people who had different views than I, but I was more than happy to answer. And I actually felt like um, there was some, of course, heckling and disrespect, but overall I felt like it was a pretty civil, respectful experience. Um, we were able to engage, which was um, really awesome until after we had just wrapped up, um, we were, everyone was kind of filtering out. Um, some people were coming up to the front to take a picture and all of a sudden um, ambushers swarm in, um, tons of them. And they immediately rush to the front of the room where I am. Um, so I'm kind of cornered at a podium at this point. Um, they're screaming in my face. This is the point where I was struck twice by a man, um, both I believe aiming for my shoulder both times, but hit me the first time on the shoulder and then the second time it grazed my face. Um, and is this it is when a fist or a closed fist or? I'm not entirely sure to be honest with you. Um, I do believe it was a closed fist actually because I think they were kind of like doing this kind of motion. Mm -hmm. um, so I'm not, I'm not entirely sure if it was closed or open, but um, it was 100% intentional. And so it was at this point when a campus police officer, which um, I was not forewarned of any kind of action plan. I didn't even know there were police officers in the room. Um, no one alerted me of, of, you know, what to do in this scenario. And so a campus officer came up and she was undercover. And so she um, had a mask on. She had nothing indicating she was the police. And so she came up and grabbed me and said, follow me. I'm with the police, to which I didn't really believe her at the time because... I hadn't talked to any police and she was in nothing that resembled a police um, uniform. Um, but she kind of pushed me along and we eventually were able to kind of get out of the crowd a little bit um, to which we were only once we left the room met with an even bigger crowd of people kind of coming in from both directions of the hallway. Um, and so because there was no clear exit out of this hallway, um, we were kind of forced into a side room, another classroom, office room, um, where we essentially had to lock ourselves in for three hours, um, three hours of which there was chanting and screaming and yelling vulgar and violent things, um, just really awful things at both myself and the officers. Um, and we sat there for three hours, barricaded in the room. And even oh, after the three insane. hours, when we finally got to leave, these protesters were still stood right there screaming the entire time. What were they screaming at you, Riley? Um, they were screaming, of course, trans women are women. They were screaming that, um, there will be vengeance and that this is a fight and that, um, I'm using my white privilege and, um, all of these, they were, there were threats, there were intimidation, there was, um, 
they kept saying, open the door, let us at Riley. We want to <laughs> fight her. Um, just let us talk to her, open the door. Um, and so it was kind of a weird feeling because I wasn't necessarily scared of them because I understand um, a lot of these are empty threats in a way, but at the same time, you do have to kind of fear for your safety in a situation like that. Um, these people, they clearly showed that they were unhinged. Um, the way they were acting was, I can't imagine being a college student and acting that way. It was immature, of course. It was vengeful. It was violent. And it was not progressive. This was not progress. This was not moving anything in the positive forward direction. Um, and so you do have to fear for your safety. Yeah, fear for your safety and your well-being. Can you describe the individual who assaulted you? Um, it was a male um, who identified as a female. Um, I'm not entirely sure um, after that what the specifics were, but I am planning on getting in contact with the school and finding out more because this was something that is unacceptable to both myself, my husband, my dad. Um, no man is going to put their hands on me and be something it can they can get away with. Um, that's unacceptable. You are really at the forefront of speaking out for biological female athletes' rights. Uh, and you're out there largely on your own, especially among your age group. Um, yeah. What is this the first time that you have felt in physical danger? Have you been on the receiving end of threats prior to this? You know, I, I have, um, not to the same extent necessarily, but I have definitely, before I've gone to universities, I'll get messages in my inbox saying, don't come or else, or if you come, there will be violence or certain things indicating that if I show up, it won't turn out well for myself. But it's never actually come to fruition, so it's never scared me. Um, like I said, this is why I say a lot of these threats are empty and a lot of people do hide behind the screen. Clearly in this situation, they were not hiding behind the screen, but that's been my encounter with a lot of the violent threats. Um, of course, a lot of the events I've done, I have gotten protested, um, but it's all been in a way where they're exercising their right to protest, which is not something I have a problem with. Um, if those people who, in during my speech, there was people yelling outside of the event, outside on the ground, trans women are women. I have no problem with that. Um, they're exercising their right to protest their freedom of speech, just as I was doing. And I, I truthfully mean that. Um, of course, it is a bit distracting, but they're enti entitled to that. Um, but when you threaten with violence, um, that's hate speech. That is um, inciting violence is exactly what they did. And truthfully, I think this narrative was built because um, we have people in administrative roles, whether that be at, at universities or college campuses, or um, even the Biden administration, clearly I'm from Nashville and this whole Nashville shooting that just happened, immediately the Biden administration took to the press to say that the trans community is under threat. Um, and so I think they like to think they're constantly being persecuted and they're constantly um, the ones who are being attacked. But in reality, in my experience this past year, I have never once um, said anything remotely threatening, remotely hateful towards a trans-identifying individual or anyone in the LGBT community. Um, it has always been, I have always been on the receiving end of that hate. And I find it a bit ironic because it comes from the party who 
claims to be tolerant and accepting and loving and welcoming and all the all the different virtue signaling pieces. That's what struck me as well, that this should happen to you in San Francisco on a college campus. You know, one of the lodestars of liberalism in this country and acceptance. And I wanted to ask you as well, because this happening right on the heels of Nike releasing their, or Dylan Mulvaney, you know, releasing her paid partnership with Nike and biological females really reacting very strongly like wait no we this is not for us anymore and it does feel like there's this tipping point in the culture where it's it's really a matter of are biological women going to be erased are we right. supposed to be silenced right and i think that's i think you're exactly right when this all started happening maybe a couple years ago um, really starting to take precedent and really starting to come to light. I think people thought, you know, this isn't harmful. Of course, we want to include these people into our spaces. But as time has gone by and as more instances prove why this is harmful to women specifically, women are fed up. Um, the Hershey's campaign where for International or for Women's History Month, they're honor honoring a male. What Jill Biden did in the White House by honoring a male um, giving a male a woman's award, what Nike has done, um, what these companies are doing in disguise of being inclusive, it's really exclusive to the very women that these awards or these honors or these titles or these categories were created to recognize and celebrate. Um, what these large organizations are doing is they're saying, they're sending a message to every girl and woman, and it's a message that they don't matter and that their feelings don't matter and that they should smile and step aside and allow these men to take their place um, so they can be seen as inclusive and kind. Riley, I wanted to ask you, I've really wondered about this for such a long time. Can you explain the feeling when you are swimming against Aaliyah Thomas, who has all the advantages of a biological male, and the sacrifices that you and your family have made for you to get to the level that you're at. Absolutely. Told by um, the media that you should swallow this and be proud to be Absolutely. Yeah. I'll kind of highlight it, how to me it makes a mockery of us. And so I started swimming when I was four and I'm 22 now. And so I dedicated 18 years of my life to my sport. 18 years to achieving maximum performance, whether that be in my diet, in my sleep schedule, in my physical rehabilitation, of course, in my sports specific training, but also my weight training, um, all not even to mention all the social social sacrifices that you make to achieve maximum performance. And I'm talking shave just a mere few one hundredths of a second off. It is so offensive to go against a male who is inherently, of course, faster, taller, stronger, more powerful than the average female, but a male who is actively giving their second best, a male who is purposefully decreasing his performance, um, while again, we're doing everything we can to achieve maximum performance. It feels as if you are competing with your hands tied behind your back in a way because no female can overcome the advantages to which male puberty gives a man. 
Um, of course, we know there's obvious things like height and limb size, um, but there's things especially important in swimming, like your lung size, your heart size, um, so many different aspects that go into this that one year on hormone suppression will not mitigate nearly enough to make these advantages go away or to make the advantages computable by any means. And you've also spoken about feeling not safe or protected in your own locker room. Correct. Expound on the specifics for people who might not understand. Absolutely. Um, so at our NCAA championships, um, we knew we would be competing with Thomas, but we were not forewarned we'd be sharing a locker room. And so I can't even express to you the inherent and subconscious want to cover yourself when someone of the opposite sex walks in the locker room, drops his pants, is fully intact with and exposing male genitalia, watching you girls undress. It just felt like maybe two years ago, this person would have been arrested immediately for indecent exposure, for voyeurism, for sexual harassment. But now this person's not being arrested. We are the ones who are committing sexual harassment. And that's, that's what walking the weird, making um, noise. My proposed rules of Title IX that, that the Biden administration broken. is putting forward. It Ooh. does make it sexual harassment to misgender Leah Thomas, but not for Leah Thomas to be parading around our locker room naked. It felt like, of course, you're awkward. It's embarrassing. It's uncomfortable. It's felt like belittlement. But more than anything, it was betrayal. The people who were supposed to be protecting us were not protecting us, um, which was kind of this feeling of heartbreak. Um, at 22, anywhere from 18 to 22 years old, we should not lose the ability to consent in areas of undressing where um, we will be exposed to and exposing ourselves to the opposite sex. And you've also said that you've received messages, private messages from elite and professional athletes, both male and female, supporting you, thanking you for taking your stand, yet they themselves feel too cowed by whatever societal pressure to speak up. What do you think it's going to take? It's going to take more instances like last night. It's going to take more people, more women, more young girls losing out on opportunities for people to see how this is harmful. But truthfully, we're getting to that point. Unfortunately, we are. We're having more and more girls. This is happening at a rampant rate around the country. And just, I know we mentioned the tipping point. I think that's why we're reaching this tipping point. Um, it's happening far too often for people to remain silent and feel like they're doing the right thing. I still am 100% believe that um, people, majority of people, the overwhelming majority of people in this country have a moral compass. Um, and, and are willing to stand up for what's right and what's what's common sense and what's the truth, quite frankly. Um, and so I think we're reaching that point and we're about to see this the tide start to turn. Well, thank you so much for speaking with us. I'm sorry what you went through last night is terrible, but uh, it's really been a privilege to speak with you and thank you for sharing your thoughts with us. Well, you are sweet. Thank you so much. I really, really appreciate it. All right. Let me scroll through here, make sure there's not one more of these videos. God bless if you're still here after all this time. All right, that's kind of it. All right, I'll wrap it up here. That has been this episode of Inside Four Walls. we got a couple more episodes coming out today. And I hope to catch you guys later. Peace.